welcome back to Daycare Pod. I'm Jenna and my sisters in Christ. We are back to talk <laughs> about week seven of paradise. And this week I am so excited to have a back uh, a wonderful guest we've had on before. Bestie of the pod needs no introduction. Please welcome Ashley from Ashley Talks Batch. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I don't know why I wave on Zoom. I do it every time. Every time. And this it's is a teacher podcast. in you, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi, Ashley. Thank you for coming back again. How are you? I mean, that's a weird question because the, <laughs> the world is bad. I am doing well, all things considered. Um, with the election and things that transpired, it, there was not a red wave. So there's that. But I still live in a red state. So there's that. (laughs) So there's that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know it's kind of interesting. Like Oregon is, I don't know officially where it lands, but there is, Mm -hmm. when I do look at the maps, often I get kind of scared because it is just Mm -hmm. like blue right where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And then like the college towns and then the rest of it, it's red. And it's like, luckily Portland is such a big city that it turns things blue because Mm -hmm. of that. But like, Mm -hmm. it is wild if you go outside of the you know the metro area yeah north carolina is pretty similar Mm -hmm. most of the places where i've lived have been either college towns or my hometown actually my hometown is probably a little purple Mm -hmm. but everything else is yeah Mm -hmm. yeah well yeah i guess we guess we survived it overall i do my son sending a lots of thoughts and prayers to texas and yes florida um And Georgia, can you believe that people voted, enough people voted for Herschel Walker, (laughs) that they have to have a runoff? (laughs) Anyway. Okay. All righty. Well, good. I'm glad you're doing well, considering... Mm -hmm. um, The world. (laughs) Yeah. Considering the world, I'm myself doing, I guess, pretty much the same. I had a head cold this week, but I'm already feeling a lot better, which is nice, and feeling grateful that it wasn't covid mm-hmm. um and- or the flu the flu is wilding this year so mm-hmm. get your immunization if you're comfortable people but i'm very pro vaccine everything yeah please yeah <laughs> give me extra <laughs> ones like yeah i was like please yeah and i got them probably like a month ago so i'm i'm pretty grateful for that yeah and then you know uh i just want to say before we uh move on too much i want to thank um everyone over at the Black Roses podcast for mm-hmm. letting us put that podcast into our feed. Uh, when I took my break off, my break uh, the week prior, it was really nice and I'm really grateful and I'm glad that everyone got to listen and enjoyed it. They, Pardeep was on, which was amazing and he was he's such a good guest. And uh, yeah, it was really great and I uh, can't wait to collaborate with them more in the future. Yes. Uh, stay tuned. Roses for Everybody is going to be collaborating with them in awesome. um, January sometime. So we're really excited awesome. about that. Yeah. I love them. They have yeah. very nuanced conversations mm-hmm. and just their commentary is very needed in this space. Yeah, very much. Yeah. So if, if you're not already subscribed to them, please do and follow their page. They also still do Clubhouse meetings um mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. the show airing so make sure you're taking care of that and you're supporting the independent bachelor commentary folks who are still on the ground uh doing their bullshit including myself <laughs> and ashley here who runs a blog and uh does great commentary on instagram so make sure you're following her i think all of our all of our listeners are but if you're not make sure you fix that and with that, let's get into a little bit of uh, Bachelor Nation kind of gossip, and then we'll recap. I feel like I need to get back into doing more regular gossip um, mm-hmm. 
downloads of sorts. You know, it's been just so hectic. They've given us literally no time off. Yes. Well, I think I've heard that Zach's season premieres a little later in January, so we'll actually get a little break. But I'm sure contestants will step up and be chaotic in between. So we'll have stuff to talk about. So true, so true. And, you know, that is, like, the best part of it, to be honest. You know, like, it's 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 what it is. So I guess the one thing I wanted to talk about that I haven't really talked about much online yet is that last week, uh, I guess officially, Gabby and Eric broke up. You know, there was this video going around of mm-hmm. her being interviewed after one of her dances on Dancing with the Stars. And she gave the most awkward reply ever mm-hmm. to if her and Eric were still together. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Gabby, I'm going to be honest. I still follow her. Yeah. But I did not get a Disney Plus subscription to watch Dance with the Stars. Um, because I just, I feel like I know I shouldn't punish her for her partner because he needs the answer for what he did but I just really liked Gabby so it was just I don't know it didn't sit with me well the whole thing so I just became neutral yeah so you know if it was a post about her I might watch a little bit but I wasn't like as interactive as I have been before yeah it was such a shame that it all just got so muddled and like mm-hmm. yeah again we you know we don't blame her for what he did uh but you know her she ended up doing so much like of the accountability work for yeah. him you know yeah. and whether that was like intentional or just mm-hmm. the, it happened I mean we mm-hmm. all basically know and I don't think we really had much chance to talk about this on the podcast but you know it it is so obvious that they were going to have a conversation about his blackface mm-hmm. on the after the final rose and they had michelle there they had caitlin there and they had someone else i guess becca probably mm-hmm. Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah and uh the three matron saints of the, of the fucking franchise <laughs> at the point and you know and then they didn't do it and um and caitlin was pretty vocal afterwards mm-hmm. that that was fucked up actually which was really great Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd love to see that caitlin keep it up and mm-hmm. then yeah then gabby did her like tour of you know making apologies for him and, mm-hmm. uh, and not even apologies actually i will uh, she 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 didn't make apologies for him um mm-hmm. but it just did lie a lot of labor onto her you know mm-hmm. well i don't know it's hard because i'm like on the one hand I feel like the show did a like the show knew that yeah. the national audience was going to take the issue, like take mm-hmm. that conversation and not have the nuance that it deserved. And like mm. first, I don't even know if a segment would really have done that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's like, okay, well, we'll let you speak freely on these podcasts and these platforms because they know that that audience is less mm. and less people will see that. And then I get, I don't even know how to say it, but I get like, it has to be palatable to everyone. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, why are two of the three people that you're bringing in to talk about the conversation, white women? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I just think, I mean, and then Michelle had to do a lot of the heavy lifting on the mm-hmm. podcast, but it also was good because it's like, okay, let Michelle speak. Yes. Um, 
Right. So I think, again, I said all that to say that I think the show just keeps trying to land in the middle and not Mm. take a stance and like appease people on both sides because you know just like America there's a very conservative audience that watches the show and there's Mm -hmm. also a very progressive audience Mm -hmm. that watches the show so by Mm -hmm. you know not addressing it on air but addressing it in podcast you placate both audiences wow yeah No, and it makes sense because, like, I feel like the more progressive audience is the one that's actively listening to podcasts more, you know, too. Right. Yeah, that is so true. I think about that sometimes, like, where are the conservative Bachelor podcasts, you know? (laughs) Don't give Jordan any ideas for Becca's season. It'll be, it'll be. He tried. He fucking tried. Right. I liked him as a character actually, but then he started being great. Like I liked him as a character yeah. on Becca season, but then yeah. he went off the wall. I was like, oh, you can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he went really hard and he's he's very mega. It's very very gross. very people don't realize. Mm, yeah. I mean, you just have the default that most contestants are until they say something that you're like, oh, okay. Like <laughs> when I was like, oh, right, like pilot Rachel, she follows a lot of progressive accounts. I was like, oh. <laughs> look at Rachel here I, and I was like that's nice and then you kind know? of find out like I guess Gabby is maybe not like that's the thing is I think we're all sitting here you know being like oh Gabby she had to she had to date this racist and I was like I guess like I think <laughs> the people on reddit like the girl was like like following Joe Rogan and shit and I'm like okay well maybe- I didn't see that well that changes um, you know that makes a lot more sense <laughs> right just because this girl can you know fucking pound two bottles of champagne at the same time does not mean she is one of us right mm, that's a great point great point but, yeah thank you very smart podcasting right here no yeah because i mean it would make a lot of sense because i i do agree with you that people like put a liberal like i guess a, like yeah on gabby and you mm. know we don't know her politics no so. Yeah, it makes a lot yeah. of sense why she would, you know, think mm-hmm. a relationship with him was possible. <laughs> possible and fine, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, uh, I do find the whole thing. Fa- the whole, the one thing that was pretty fascinating about that too was um, how Becca really spoke on those podcasts because mm-hmm. she went through mm-hmm. kind of the worst of it all and mm-hmm. was such a you know uh, tale of you know <laughs> of do not do not go down this path. Right, she tried to say it without saying it. (laughs) I remember that podcast she had with Rachel, and they were talking about everything with Garrett. And damn, you have to really be her and Rachel have to. It's a lot of interracial friendships. We don't really talk about that much, Mm -hmm. but her and Rachel had to be at a good place where Mm -hmm. um, they she felt comfortable having Mm -hmm. that conversation with her and going through that. So I think yeah, she was just like on the other side of it, like this is what I did but mm-hmm. yeah hopefully God. Gabby listened now so it looks like yeah. she did yep let's see that um so gosh there really isn't too much other than like you know there's lots of people that got married and mm-hmm. engaged and mm-hmm. things of that nature um well wish just everyone and then I guess you know we'll probably just talk about the Greg and Victoria stuff a little bit maybe mm-hmm. during the recap part or now I don't know but I guess let's just get out of the way because she didn't really do anything on the episode. So mm-hmm. uh, I guess, again, if you are not spoiled, um, skip ahead for like five minutes, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
But I feel like everyone is pretty spoiled at this point. It's everywhere. Yeah. Um, and we're just spoiled about this one specific thing, to be honest. Um, right. For me, at least. I don't know about you, Ashley. TBD. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's the truth, right? <laughs> we don't really know. Uh, so Victoria supposedly leaves the beach with Johnny mm-hmm. and then now is dating Gregory Gaslighting Grippo. <laughs> And they are being so fucking messy about it and being such mm. little pieces of shit about it. And I, mm. you know, I, I respect it. I do respect being mm-hmm. messy about it. And I do respect, like, just getting the engagement. I also, I don't not respect Nick Vial, but mm. I I get why he's doing it. I'm not surprised he's doing mm-hmm. what he's doing. The richness of him um shitting all over somebody like kate this week which i'm not trying to stand for her but the way mm. he shat on kate this week and is doing the same thing he's being a mm-hmm. gossiping little bitch mm-hmm. and, and then he has the audacity to go on his podcast and be like well i mean when i made that tiktok it wasn't like i wasn't even talking about paradise like i didn't spoil anything like fuck off dude i saw that and kept scrolling so with gregory and victoria like Victoria has always given us entertainment and drama. And that is something that she has lived up to her name. Um, Greg is not the first time he's been in a scandal because I remember when, you know, people saw him and Brie together and went nuts. Mm -hmm. And so it reminded me of that at first, but I was like, also, people aren't being as mean to Victoria as they were to Brie, but that's neither here nor there. So when I saw it at first, I was like, oh, this is like genuinely shocking. But also, you know, when you're, I don't want to borrow from, what's her name? MJ, when she said mm-hmm. JV and Varsity a long time ago. But when they're, you know, they're at a different level of Bachelor Nation people who care. So I think, you know, as far as a controversial Bachelor A-list couple, um, that would be it. So, I mean, it was scandalous. And I was like, oh, wow. But then, you know, the only thing that kind of made me a little wary is just like, I feel like people were posting, taking pictures of them, which I feel like is invasive. And then like mm-hmm. posting her itinerary. And when she lands this and that and the third, I'm just like, this is gross because, you know, they sign up to be on a show, but they don't sign up to be like, they didn't share their location with all of Bachelor Nation. So there's mm-hmm. no reason that we need to know their whereabouts so I feel like that wasn't safe but they're giving us something to talk about and I think it'll be something we continue to talk about whether there's legitimacy or longevity there might actually be because you know sometimes when couples have that like <laughs> they're both like painted as villains or whatever like they might actually be sustainable right, I'm like, interested um, Brandon and Piper right yeah. so I think it's I think it's interesting Mm-hmm. It's far more interesting than some of the stuff they put as actual storylines on Bachelor yeah. Paradise this year. <laughs> so I'm it. paying attention. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give them that. That's, yeah, like I'm like, okay, so let's talk about what I've already heard about what happens mm-hmm. at the after the final, you know, right. or whatever and like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I really can't tell you what's happening with uh some of these Kanan and yeah. Kate I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know who voted for this I really feel I like that's why I love Love Island mm-hmm. because I feel like you get more investment you can vote for couples that you want to like 
You know how many people would have voted for Hayden and Kate to be out of like I if I had control, so many people would have been off the beach. <laughs> like mm-hmm. give the audience some type of power because we're not invested in Rambo's owner. Like mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing he has going for him. So I know. Poor Rambo. I just I'm sending if he doesn't out. have that much time to live, like why do you keep going on the show? Like literally. And you're so you're spending a hundred hundreds of thousands of dollars to keep him alive, then you leave. I don't understand. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I just don't get it. <laughs> like, is he, cause he, if they let him FaceTime Rambo during Paradise, like, I don't understand. If you're spending $100,000 on a dog to keep him alive, you should not keep coming on the show because he doesn't have that long to live, right? No, I don't get it. I really Me don't either. get it. Maybe Come he's on. leaving him with good care, like family members that he trusts and Rambo's probably with friends and family and doing fine he's probably much happier to be honest <laughs> hayden's gone the yeah, he, actually yeah. hayden probably improves when hayden's away he's thriving he got sick when he came back and that's why he had to spend all that money and then now he's gone, now he's like, gone. i'm good actually <laughs> rambo's like you can stay new lease on life oh <laughs> rambo you're welcome on the podcast anytime so uh yeah oh my gosh so yeah let's get into that a little bit so you know really this week there's only one one episode because the uh united states had an election on tuesday as we mentioned um and gosh i wish some things were able to be voted on like you just said maybe we could have voted a fucking bachelor that we wanted i really think they're missing the mark there give us a little well we got to vote we got to vote on oh my god the first impression rose and i'm like there's no way y'all counted these tweets why am i sending these tweets i still sent them there's no way you counted the hashtag at that time like oh it looks like brianna somebody probably scrolled or they knew we were mad about zach so like we're gonna give them the first impression rose to this beautiful black woman and briefly distract them that we picked zach out of every person available i'd rather watch a meatball season than zach thank you yes exactly exactly because okay here's the thing i have honed in on that as much as i would love you know rodney um mike johnson in the past Mm -hmm. all these other people that i would love to have be the lead i do know and believe and have come to terms with I do want the male leads to suffer a little bit or I'm okay <laughs> with it or I'm okay with it. Right. Like, I'm just like, it's it's not going to kill me to be watching these men suffer. And I know that that's what they know. I know that they mm. think that now, whether that's really true for the overall audience, I don't think it's true as much anymore. Mm. I think they did like watching Ari suffer. They did like watching like Colton suffer a little bit. Peter was <laughs> kind of fun. And mm-hmm. then it started getting not fun again because mm-hmm. they, they made Matt James suffer and that was not fun to watch. And you know, and then they're also losing sight because it's one thing to make them suffer, um, but it's also like another thing to like not give us any of their personality or like right. make it like entertaining while we're watching that. So they are right. losing the plot a little bit in that regard. Mm-hmm. However, you know, like I do think Cl- Clayton's season was interesting in that regard. Like right. I, it, it was very fascinating to watch this man fall apart. Right? No right. hate to him. Uh- <laughs> He's a good. I feel like, uh, well, I have not liked a bachelor um going into their season other than Matt and then I I just felt you feel 
pity. It's like watching, like, mm. I teach English, so it's like watching a Greek tragedy, honestly. Mm-hmm. Experience catharsis at the end, but it's like, at what cost? At what cost, right? Um, but so. I'm not saying it's not necessarily that bad, right? Ultimately. Right. Because, okay, so if that's the case, and we have seen this pattern happen, right? So do right. I want Rodney to go through that? No. Well, right? the only thing I will say is that Michelle was a wonderful bachelorette. Yeah. I don't think she really was put through the ringer mm-hmm. in that regard. And I think Rodney is just a wonderful person. True. He's very um, strong and is like, you know. Who yeah, he, he was my yeah. bachelor live on stage. And so oh, yeah. I enjoyed very much. He's a he's just a nice person. Like, I understand why everybody on the beach was sobbing. So I think he would be compassionate and he would center the women's feelings mm-hmm. and their relationships. I think he would navigate with his heart, which is like a natural. You will see emotion and drama because mm-hmm. you know he probably would develop strong feelings because he really gives anybody who he's around his full attention mm-hmm. so i think it can be a good season so true and even if it isn't i think or even if he doesn't find love long lasting love i still think being the bachelor gives you mul- multiple opportunities yeah. and things oh, so good. that so you true. like yeah. don't get as a so fan true. favorite contestant i think yeah if he wants to do it, then he should do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they should definitely offer it to him because I really have been watching the show for a while and I have not seen a contestant more qualified or deserving. Truly. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fully. Period. So. Yeah. And then it's like regards to, you know, Zach too, like there, I have mentioned this before, but when he was announced, I looked, I went back, I, I I jumped back into my old, like, kind of troll Jenna vibe, and I went into the comment sections everywhere. I was like, I want to look, I want to look. <laughs> and no one was excited. And by when I say no one, I mean even the people I don't like, you know? Right. The conservative moms, the people who I, who, who would be like, I want Chris Harrison back. Like, all yeah, those people. Even they. They were, like, <laughs> WTF, right? And I was like, this is, like, wild. Because, again, if they had just chosen maybe Rick or, um, you know, if they were going to choose a white man and then they or Meatball or, like, you know, just mm-hmm. somebody with more charisma than Zach, they would have continued on their on their shitty arc of doing what they've been doing, as I've been mentioning. And well, so, yeah, I, think, I just think it's interesting. And you're right. Rodney would have been a great season. And he should get that opportunity. I think with this Bachelor season, it, the pick was going to be Nate. And Nate had it in the bag, as uh, everyone likes to say. Nate had it in the bag. Mm-hmm. He would have been the Bachelor had it's not so all that stuff great. came up. Fuck. And I just think that... The I don't think people really understood and processed how they handled that situation. And I think a lot of women were identifying with the woman in the scenario, which I was too, because I also am a woman, but it's also like I'm seeing how his race is playing a factor in the way people are talking about his dating. Mm -hmm. And it's not dissimilar to how other men who have dated prior to being the bachelor so i i would have loved for nate to have been the bachelor but i also understand like the audience we have more power than we think we do because mm. everyone came out it was getting national news coverage and just blown out of proportion and you know because you were involved in 
some back and forth when you like just stood up for him as a human being mm-hmm. you know so I think that's they went again to a pick that like nobody has an opinion on so you can't be mad about so I think that's why that got picked I don't know if they knew the bachelor the bachelor in paradise edit they had for Rodney when they picked Zach right because if yeah. they had announced Rodney and said he was going to be on paradise just like they announced Clayton early we would have you know I don't think there would be a single person who would have not wanted to be Rodney, but I hate when people say like, oh, Rodney would have been a great bachelor. He still can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really love when you the said that. The show hasn't ended, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why everybody's like <laughs> acting like past tense. He would have been awesome. Like he's, he's still a viable option. Yeah. We can is. have another season. The show's mm-hmm. not ending because we all keep coming back. We all <laughs> keep coming back. No, I really love what you said. Yeah, there was such a such a severe reaction regarding Nate and it was so unfortunate and I still fully blame reality Steve for that one mm-hmm. and whipping up this fucking audience that loves to have any reason to hate a black contestant on a higher level right and as reality Steve always says no I hate on white men too I'm like whatever fuck you dude but you do not hate on them on the same level and again you also have to understand your power that you have with this audience it's so upsetting and again you hit on it perfectly what other white male contestants who have also been leads did not do the same thing peter did clayton did remember i went on fucking level hard about how much of a slut clayton was and i loved it i'm not i was fine but he was a fucking slut he's like there multiple women came forward and been like mm-hmm. it's a fucking slut and I, he was our lead so great mm-hmm. all i'm saying is you can actually be a slut and still be a lead mm-hmm. <laughs> why why was nate vilified yeah. for being a little bit of a slut and if anything he was doing what a bachelor does or just dating multiple women right i agree he was he was being inconsiderate to these women but right that was clayton so was peter right. so was I anyone just, else <laughs> again if i was dating someone for four months and i had not been to their apartment and things like mm-hmm. that like those are all some things like even if I am invested, but he, I feel like he was just doing stuff that guys do in college. Like I feel like every girl I know has a story of somebody who did mm-hmm. some of the stuff that he did. So again, I feel like that's why a lot of women rallied behind the story because they're like, they've been jilted or experienced that in the past. Right. So, but I think again, one, one bad relationship is like not indicative of someone's character. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, yeah. Yeah, so I think he's fine. He's thriving. Like he still has a good following. Yeah. He's like mm-hmm. he's chilling. That's but good. good. That was who the, I think the bachelor would have been. So true. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Now. <laughs> so I guess. <laughs> do we want to talk about Rodney and his whole triangle, or the Kate? Logan Hayden one because those really are the two, only two things that happened. We can talk briefly about Michael and Danielle at one point, but um, we could talk about Logan and Kate mm-hmm. first. Okay, yes. So if you watch the episode, um, I guess last week Hayden came on again. I didn't fucking watch, and <laughs> <laughs> and they go on a date or whatever. It wasn't very mm-hmm. good. Uh, mm-hmm. and then she comes back and is like, "Oh, actually, I do want to be with Logan." So what we see this week is them having this big like, um, you know, notebook scene in the rain. Which mm-hmm. let's be honest, fake rain, right? Right. Like okay. Greg and Katie had that a long time ago. 
<laughs> but I remember that rain date too. I was like, okay. We're not idiots. Big rain. Uh, Paradise is on the green screen. Okay. Anyway. And then, so that was still an awkward fucking mm-hmm. scene. Mm-hmm. They are not connecting at mm-hmm. all. Well, I think uh, the one thing that the show, it, well, there have been multiple missteps this season. <laughs> But like one misstep, I think, is giving us time with people that we aren't invested in. And I actually do like Logan. I like Logan before his TikTok. And I will I will like post receipts. People are like, why are you talking about Logan? Like, I think he's attractive. And I do, even if I didn't think he was attractive, I really got grossed out every Twitter, every week. People on Twitter were talking about how he looked. Like, if anybody talked about a contestant on The Bachelor in that way. We would drag them. So I don't know why people just felt like it was okay to constantly comment on his looks. Mm-hmm. But I know, I actually think he's done well in Paradise too. Like he's navigated it Fucking pretty has. well. But um, <laughs> I don't care about Kate. And I'm like trying to get people to care about Logan, but they don't. So it's like, it. no one cares enough about this relationship. So like, even if it is a notebook moment where you have the sleeping music, like I'll we don't we're not invested so like it's a waste have brandon and serene have a rain moment because we love them we know they love each other that would have felt more sincere but like when you have a a couple that we don't know we haven't spent enough time with kate she was on the she wasn't on the show very long Mm -mm. so we don't even really know her Mm -mm. we barely know logan but i do i want to say that nobody has talked about how he's being decisive now like he's making all these decisions so i really think he doesn't like Okay, because he's been very decisive ever since he started dating her. Um, but yeah, it's just I don't care. So it's like, oh, that's cute. But I'm like looking up the Twitter hashtag. I'm not really invested in the sleeping music and the rain. It just didn't land. Yeah, and then Kate just continues to be okay. So she continues to be the worst, but also mm-hmm. tell me why I love her so much. Right now, mm-hmm. I don't. I, I don't feel her. the second part. <laughs> like why no i guess what it boils down to for me is that she's being um kind of lightheartedly messy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that is what paradise is about for me mm-hmm. i can so see that she I is can see that. fulfilling like this just like fucking messy cunt kind of shit and mm-hmm. uh that so that's good because like uh, no one wants to be her right you're she's like Mm-mm. oh this i need to provide her energy Oh my god. I think another misstep that's happening is that they're casting women who are in their 30s, like myself, and men who are in their 20s. Like it's just not a mix. I wish women were, I mean, I don't know. I don't I can't see myself being like, oh, this 25-year-old. Like just me personally, but Joe, obviously, and we know Nick, obviously age gaps don't matter for them, but I'm like, you're not really taking the love women finding a shot at love seriously when you're not putting viable options because you're casting younger. I don't know why they're casting younger men. And I don't know. It just was a misstep with the age difference. Mm -hmm. Like, of course they're not going to take it seriously like it's not a serious and it keeps coming up with um victoria and johnny it's like Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. and the twins and shanae and florence like be real be for real this is not for real and it's like you just made the point perfectly too about what i was saying yesterday online it's like imagine yourself in your late 30s and hanging out with somebody under 25 
it would mm-hmm. not be fun. And I no. have so many DMs being like, hell no. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. I would never. They're not ready to go to bed. Yeah. And and then, but like, that's the point, right? Is that women typically are mm-hmm. able to be a little bit more emotionally intelligent mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. taking in the situation mm-hmm. and being like, this is not going to be a good match for me. But men are not doing that on the mm-hmm. whole. Mm-hmm. And it's so blatant. And I, yeah, like, what does Nick have to talk about with natalie nothing and i don't think like you know how like you graduate from high school or college and like or while you're in high school or college you see that one person who graduated like five ten years ago and they're Mm -hmm. always hovering around Mm -hmm. and you're like get a life don't you have something else to do like that's how nick feels like he's hovering around like he graduated he graduated in what was this season 2016 yeah like nick you still shouldn't be hanging around these fresh young kids mm-hmm. and like getting your getting a 22 year old girlfriend doesn't make you younger Mm-mm. like you i don't know no so that's what it is he really is trying to just like i'm the cool mom <laughs> i'm not just a mom i'm a cool mom right mm-hmm. but mom. also like bringing in like let's hear this man side of the story that we didn't hear like let's tino break his side like anytime other than nate because i love nate Mm -hmm. olakuya like Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna ride for nate unless he does something crazy it would have to be really bad for me to sever ties yeah but other than him every time Mm -hmm. a man from a season decides to break his silence and they put the headphones on i'm just like (laughs) i don't want to like you anymore you're going to Nick to break your story. Like, I just can't respect it. The one thing I did, like, Nick put me on to Susie because I listened to yeah. her on his podcast yeah. and I was like, I really like Susie. And Susie really is a great person. Yeah. Um, yeah. She but really other than that, great. Yeah. <laughs> anyone else that's gone on Nick's podcast other than Susie and Nate, I feel like their stock has gone down. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. It's, uh, I think Lemu was on the podcast once and they said Nick is the Andrew Tate of Bachelor Nation and I <laughs> oh my <God>. could not <laughs> agree more. <laughs> so <laughs> then, yeah, so it's just back and forth of her going and telling all the women all of the ways in which Logan is um... a broke boy. <laughs> but I she's mean... not. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. She's not, and Logan or and Hayden is not. He has all this money. I don't like him, but he has money and he has provider energy. And I'm 33, and my sister on Christ, I cannot be with a man who has two roommates. I was attacked. I was like, I got two roommates. If I liked other people, I would have a roommate because I'm tired of paying for everything by myself and being like, who did this mess? My oh wait, that's me. I would, if I had somebody I could stand to be around, I would absolutely have a roommate. Um, Because it's expensive. <laughs> I can imagine. I know. I was sitting here being like, yeah, I can't afford it. And then, yeah, I'm like, you, you're sitting here. Like, oh, I just yeah. don't, you know, I just need, I'm an introvert who needs no. to recharge. I'm like, no, I, I can't, I can't walk out and see somebody else in the living room. Like, what are you doing here? So. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Right. No, we actually just had to kick out a, a new roommate in our two roommate situation um mm-hmm. and she was just consistently coming home at like after midnight um mm-hmm. like on all days like doesn't matter like weekdays anything and then bringing over random dudes to fuck no. on these nights no. 
Yeah. And then it'd be like, yeah. I asked her not to do that. And then she kind of stopped. But by stopped, it means she just never come home. She was like going over their places. And we're like, okay, well, I guess she took the problem out of our house. So I was like, fine, right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, but then just this week on Sunday morning, so Monday morning at 2 a.m. came home with a man. Yeah. So you're 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 legitimizing like I would rather just spend all my money on rent, but have peace. Oof, no. We literally kicked her out the next day. I'm like watching Paradise and we were texting her and we were like, you have to go. This is not gonna work. Not Somebody gonna work. go get her bags. Um I just think Kate is I mean, I understand because as a woman at 35. I'm not in the same place I was at 25. So mm-hmm. there's no way I would be like trying to have a legitimate serious relationship with a 25 year old. Mm-hmm. At the same time, like, have you been around the last three years, Kate? Like inflation, everybody's struggling. The economy's in chaos. Like mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times when people do stuff like that on, so on like reality TV, like, do you realize that most people that are watching this show are dealing with serious financial issues or having to like have roommates to supplement or Mm -hmm. just like working multiple jobs. Like no one is out here thriving. Well, people are, but you know, it's just like, read the room, read the room. room. Like going on the bachelor is definitely not a way to secure a man with a lot of finances. (laughs) Unless you're like, but the people who have legitimate jobs, like Dr. Joe, I think that's the, that's the end of the list. Romeo, well, so I mentioned this before. I was trying to figure out why everyone was into Logan. I, I get that you like him. And I'm so happy Thank I got you. to have the president of the Logan fan club on the podcast this week. Just um, me. <laughs> but uh, I was joking because, like, I actually now like Kenny. But, you know, when Kenny was on um, mm-hmm. and I hit with all the stars that Kenny on his mm-hmm. body. Um, and then he... So I did research on him and I found out that guy is worth a million dollars. Exactly. And so when everyone was fawning over him last year, he was the Logan, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we had Tia, we had fucking mm-hmm. Mari, we had like other women. Mm-hmm. And we were all kind of like, what? Because mm-hmm. like, he's not like, he's not that attractive. He's not ugly, but he's not mm-hmm. like attractive, right? And he's, he's like 40. Yeah, yeah, he's 40 and he's got awful star tattoos. Right. I could not look at those every day. Personally. Oh my God. But then when but I found out he's million worth dollars. a million dollars, exactly. Right. I think he's sweet too. Like he no, seems yeah. like a nice man. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and him and Mari seem actually like really well suited for each other. And I'm really into it. But so I'm like, is Logan rich? And then come to find out he's not. <laughs> I think he's just a normal 26 year old. Like I don't know what she expected. Yeah, but I just do think it's funny that people are really into him. Yeah, not saying it's horrible or whatever, but it's just like, oh, okay, well, I wonder, okay, it's not money, so it has to be no. something else. It must just be, he is probably, like, when you talk to him, I'm sure he's actually pretty, like, um, right. like uh, engaging and what have you. And I think he's, like, I do think he's attracted. It was the Ben Tell All episode, so go mm. back, guys, scroll back on his feed. He had, like, mm-hmm. a blue suit. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And ever since, I think he has, like, the ha- the haircut works for him, too. Like, the 90s haircut and... <laughs> I think I mean if you if I bet if we met him in person, oh, I think yeah. he's just a, he's av- like it's fine to yeah, be average, yeah. like everybody can't be Nate, like everybody mm-hmm. can't be you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. like the people who are like Logan's average, I'm like, okay, you have an egg for your profile picture on Twitter, so let's not do that. 
Like, especially if you're not showing your face, like you should not talk about anyone. Like, I just don't understand. But I'm right, right? Everybody who yeah. said stuff, I go on their profile, it's a picture of somebody else, it's a meme, mm-hmm. it's an egg, it's not mm-hmm. even the real person. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm sure he's on Twitter. Like, he sees stuff. Like, I don't know why. It's just like, on one hand, Bachelor Nation's like, don't talk about people anti-bullying, but then, like, they drag people consistently. It's like, which one is it? I, I guess. Know. I guess I just wish... Yeah, I guess I just wish people wouldn't send death threats and find find a middle ground of roasting people, but not yeah, not yeah. like bullying them or or making fun of like things that they obviously like can't control right. or are like not yeah like that's where you, you we cross a line for sure exactly and I've crossed <laughs> those lines before myself, but I mean <laughs> everybody said stuff. I just like. I think the Chatty Broads episode when they were talking about Jenna and how she went through all that stuff and like hearing her talk about it, mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm going to be mindful of mm-hmm. what I say. So like, I usually, if I don't like a person or a storyline, like I just don't comment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't mm-hmm. take anything out mm-hmm. of anything. Yeah. But Or you comment about like a, the general issue that's at right. hand. You yeah, know, not the a- person. <laughs> I try not to attack anyone's character. Mm-hmm. I, at you know even Shanae, I try not to attack character because you know people are playing a role. Yeah, um, that's true. I guess I think mean, we should be attacking the show, right? Because yeah. they make the editing choices. Yeah, and yeah, they and, know what they're and invite her back on. Right. You know if she's not gonna if she's gonna play this, uh, you right? Know, whatever. Everybody who's done something like even well, Jacob honestly his stock went up at the Paradise. Mm-hmm. I like him a lot more. But everybody who, like, Jacob Hayden, everybody who said anything controversial, they got to, that's stamping your ticket, you know, mm-hmm. to get to paradise. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. It's so true. Yeah, it really fucking is. Ugh. Well, so speaking of Shanae, um, briefly, what the fuck, her and Kate are best friends now. That was so confusing. I, I thought y'all don't like, it. I just want one couple of, or to like i want them to be like hating each other the entire season i want that to be fueled like that you know was interesting shanae made up with genevieve shanae made up with kate so i'm like what like i don't know i like the frenemy aspect like you know it it makes it exciting because there's yeah. no love going on other than brandon and serene so yeah, like, let's get true. some frenemies going on right because like kate is dating the man that shanae just lost you right. know so and we talked about it a couple weeks ago on the podcast clearly she did not actually care about logan no. uh so no. i that makes sense that she's like moved on i get that but like for an audience who's like not like on that level you know right. it's like what the fuck they should have showed like hey let's get a drink and bury the hatchet yeah. so at least we had context that they yeah. moved on not the next day like does he make you flutter like wait how did this jump from that like <laughs> do you like making out with him i was like shanae do you like making out with him? right you? like you just stopped <laughs> and then why did she pick the twin over jacob when they like brushing their teeth together i don't understand <laughs> didn't she pick the twin yeah I think that was the producer. Like, we want to... I don't think they realize no one cares about these twins. Like, they want to make them a thing, and they are not a thing. I don't understand how they can't understand that at this point. Like, the last twins were fine, but, like, they also ran their, like, you know, story into the ground. 
they uh, overstayed their welcome they did sure. and so it's like it's fine y'all like we should have had like kendall you know kendall she had a twin mm-hmm. that were on the show thing. yeah like right. she would have been great um and then heather martin has a twin yeah she does you and know. nate nate um mitchell has a twin oh right is that tiktok i was like Ooh, okay it's kind of fun yeah. <laughs> no oh my god that would be cool yeah um so anyway more mature twins if you're gonna have twins have them be a little bit older right and again people we care about yeah, that yeah, we know past about. night one yeah so <laughs> so true uh so then we get uh the rose ceremony happens mm-hmm. and kate gives the rose to logan and everyone else pretty much gives roses to everyone that's to be expected mm-hmm. uh jacob doesn't get a rose because the twin gets it and then one of the twins and then the woman Flo, she gives the other twin a rose and then we get down to the last one of um eliza mm-hmm. and rodney and mm-hmm. justin and she gives rodney the rose after you know, f- trying to figure out who she wants to be with. And man, this whole thing really broke my heart and really mm-hmm. was like the most thing I was ever interested in so far mm-hmm. this season. I will say it was mm-hmm. so, it was pretty riveting and mm-hmm. I felt for everyone involved. Um, mm-hmm. And it just was so, yeah, I like, I think I tweeted, it's just so sad to see Eliza like not trust her gut. Mm-hmm. and then cry about it and mm-hmm. not cry about like cry about it but like no like she cried because she realized she didn't trust her god and that's painful right. to watch right. i well obviously if i had to pick i would pick roddy because i love him <laughs> yeah. but i genuinely care about justin and mm-hmm. eliza i'm invested in all like all three of them are wonderful mm-hmm. people so mm-hmm. on the one hand i was like during the night i was like you know i want to see people i care about and then when you show people i care about it was like gut-wrenching because you like <laughs> twisted a knife and just like completely gutted us mm-hmm. so i felt bad for eliza because she was probably feeling more strongly toward justin and didn't feel like she had the agency to say something when literally everyone in the beach was telling her to pick rodney i felt awful for rodney because he seems like if you ha- if I had to write down a list of what I wanted a partner like, Rodney would legitimately be the best husband, mm-hmm. best supportive part. Like, I can't see him. Like, I can't see a person better suited to be a mm-hmm. husband than him. Mm-hmm. But I also understand that Justin is really attractive. He's funny. He's like you know witty. He came down to see her. It must have been really flattering to feel chosen by mm-hmm. Justin. Mm-hmm. Um. And then again, even though we've been in paradise for six months, they've not been in there very long. So she had to make a decision when she really didn't have time. Mm-hmm. And you could tell she didn't want to make the choice. Right. Um, and I feel yeah. like maybe she didn't have to make the choice. Like maybe, mm-hmm. you know, because N- Natasha was saved before. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to make this choice. So mm-hmm. either I leave or you let both of them stay. Like mm-hmm. there's, I mean, they've broken every other paradise rule. So like, why not let her have more time to make the choice? So. Right. And if anything, I think it would have just continued to make the drama more intense. Right. You know, because I can see why they didn't want to break the rule in this case to actually give us what we saw, which was right. the most, the mo- the part we will probably be talking about for a right. while. Um, And remember from this season, yeah, there'll be more drama that'll come down, but it was just so real feeling and right. so i think but they but they could have broken the rule because i do think it just would have intensified it would have just right. made it 
you know, harder. I mean, I guess that would suck because then maybe people would have even hurt more hurt feelings. Right. But yeah, there was a point where she even kind of was like, I don't want to make the choice. And I really did feel that in that moment. Like she, it's not that she doesn't like Rodney. It was just that she just wasn't sure yet. And right. who could blame her? She had only had one date with Justin. Right. And then the rest of it was the drama that she partially created. Mm-hmm. Her, her, you know, behavior with asking Rodney to step up in different mm-hmm. ways, etc. But, like, nonetheless, you know, what she did was still not, like, horrible by any means. And it's just, right. like, the sign of people who are just trying to date in a situation that's really messy. And she's tired and hot and all these different right. things. And so, I think also yeah. like she, if she had a bad picker, mm-hmm. so many people have Becca yeah. picked Garrett, mm-hmm. Becca picked Garrett, <laughs> Hannah picked Jed over Tyler Cameron. Like no one came, <laughs> like no one came at her with pitchforks like they're coming at Eliza. Like it had to have been really hard because when you look at Rodney, like like I said, I truly believe he's the best human, best partner. Mm-hmm. So there's no way all those people rally around a person if he isn't the most mm-hmm. sweetest. Like there's no way. Mm-hmm. Like and you could tell that from how he was on Michelle's season. He's an upstanding, upstanding mm-hmm. man. Like so for everyone to rally behind him, it was an emotional moment. And I'm glad that he got to witness that and he has that moment for himself to look back on later. Cause you know, it, it is, it must feel really good to be appreciated and seen like even at a vulnerable moment where he mm-hmm. put his heart out there. Cause he said he felt embarrassed. And I was just, mm-hmm. that was like sad mm-hmm. to hear. Cause I'm like, you didn't do anything wrong. You put yourself out there and you mm-hmm. like tried and that's nothing mm-hmm. embarrassing about that. Mm-hmm. But it was just hard to watch. Cause I, like I said, Rodney's a wonderful human. Eliza was put in a difficult position and, Justin probably, you know, it's kind of hard to navigate because I do think him and Rodney were friends, mm-hmm. our friends. Mm-hmm. So there's that whole other layer too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do appreciate that Rodney and Justin never had like a that they might have had a man to man talk. I don't remember, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like we're gonna make this choice for Eliza. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I do feel like they're both good guys in that sense. Um, I did see people on Twitter or Reddit like Rodney isn't owed anything because he's a good guy. And I was like, I don't think Rodney ever put any of that energy out there at all. Mm-hmm. I think y'all are projecting, mm-hmm. which a lot of people like to do. I think he just was into <laughs> her and wanted to pursue her. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, her feelings didn't pay, like match the pace, which always happens on Paradise, always mm-hmm. happens on The Bachelor. Somebody else is more further along. Like it's not uncommon. Which so is think, very, like, it's a, that's a very relatable experience, right, right. you know, which I think is what we'd like. That's why right. I think this really speaks to us. Yeah, resonates right. like, we've, we've been in that position where either we're the one Both, who, right. yeah, doesn't have enough feelings or we've been in the times where you had the feelings and the person didn't and, yeah, so. and to have that feeling and then, yeah, to get that, I mean, yeah, and so many times do we, if we were the person who had the intense feelings and then got broken up with did we have a group of like 10 people hugging you and telling you how amazing you are so no like so that was really beautiful because you're right it really did validate Rodney in that moment I hope he does hold on to that and it seems like he is supported and yeah it really sucks and I think you know there was one moment I was like I my I cringed when Rodney hugged her when she came back from Justin which I will Mm -hmm. say as well Justin real quick 
didn't force her either. He was like, right. you made your choice. It's fine. And I respected right. that. We won't, we'll see what happens next week, of course. But, right. you know, when she comes back to Rodney, he hugs her and he's like, you're all mine. You're all mine. You're all mine kind of thing. And I definitely like, there was a moment where my body like went like, mm, my mm. little misandrous, like, do not talk mm-hmm. to me that way. But then I was like, first of all, no, he literally did not mean it in the way that's bad. Right. right? The way but, they aired it. Yeah. And I don't and know then, if we can even see his mouth. Could we? oh mm, good point thank you but and then i'm also like well she spent all last week telling him to step up to step up so Mm. he is seeing his girlfriend crying and -hmm. feeling so sad and you're going to go up to her and you're going to hug her and you're going to tell her like all these reassuring things right he read it as she was like you know sad because she hurt justin's feelings right um so i rescind that cringe but i I can see how people would go to that mm-hmm. place, but I think you said it all very well. And I think that it just sucks. And um, it, it was just hard to watch. And it was hard to see that she knew somewhere in her heart. And I, and I agree. Like, I think she chose him because yes, she likes him, but mm-hmm. also, yeah. And she said as such everyone, oh, that was so beautiful to be honest. The fact that she did say everyone loves you so much here. And it felt like that's like, you know, because I, I really, if I was in her position, I would have chosen Rodney. Well, I probably would have mm-hmm. chosen Rodney anyway, but mm-hmm. I would have chosen him because, yeah, I would be like, okay, I haven't been here that long. I haven't made that mm-hmm. deep of connections with either men. And I have mm-hmm. all these people over here. Who I trust. Who I trust saying this, like, mm-hmm. it has to be good. And it obviously would have been fine. I'm sure they would have had a nice relationship. It just probably wouldn't have lasted, you know? Yeah, yeah. I just want, when people like Rodney come on the show, it's so rare to have someone with the, like that genuine openness and mm-hmm. you just, you know, I think he deserves happiness. And so I just want him to be the bachelor or if he mm-hmm. wants to be the bachelor, mm-hmm. I want him to be the bachelor mm-hmm. um, yeah. because he deserves it. I do think he's ready. And like I said, just based on how he treated Michelle, based on how he treated Eliza, even, like, based on how he handled, like... Lace. Yeah. 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 I genuinely felt like he was thrown, like, that was kind of messed up to Mm -hmm. send her down in the way that they did. Mm -hmm. And he still handled it Mm -hmm. with grace. He still Mm -hmm. was so sincere. Like, you can look in his eyes when they're, like, he's talking to someone and you can really tell Mm -hmm. that he genuinely was concerned about her feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think he probably was thinking about that, too, in the moment with Eliza. Like, I also was on the other end of this because, Mm -hmm. you know, Lace felt the same way and he he respected, you know, Lace. Mm -hmm. And so I think he felt both sides, so he handled wow. it well both times to me. God, and he would and he will, and he will make a great bachelor. Yes. <laughs> For this reason, as you said. He still he, can. Yeah, exactly. He will <laughs> as he will. And because he did he does have he has that ability, yeah, to see mm-hmm. both sides and to really be empathetic mm-hmm. in that way. And so he was so fucking empathetic with Michelle. God damn it. He was. And you know, one person who I also think handled a lot of breakups well was Matt. I think he, mm-hmm. and I think it was because he hadn't been in that environment. I think mm-hmm. when he was breaking up with people, he was still mm-hmm. very concerned and sincere and like very empathetic towards the women. So and I don't true. think it's very rare that bachelors have mm-hmm. that. 
Yeah, because at some point they are in the machine of it all. And they right. know that they have cameras on them and they've been through it. And while uh, somebody said it last year, it was Blake Hortzman, um, mm-hmm. during the Clayton of it all, he was like, this is why we don't have a lead who wasn't in the top four mm-hmm. who genuinely falls in love with the lead and gets their heart broken because you need to have that ability to have empathy for the, your awesome. your your people and mm-hmm. so I still agree with that take, but um, but yeah, Matt I think was a good example where it was different because he just hadn't been on the show before, right? No, right. so he I yeah, because exactly. he's a person, <laughs> yeah. So I yeah, I think that's a really uh very observant like point that I yeah I like, and I think we need to look forward to that with future ones, and I just don't mm-hmm. think we're gonna have that with Zach, but whatever. Um, I still don't understand <laughs> what did Rachel say to him in the fantasy suite for him to just be so taken aback. Like, I honestly don't know any facts about Zach. Like, but my friend, I think, said one of my coworkers we texted about it, and she was like, "He looks like he was made in like a bachelor factory," and I was like, "He absolutely does." And so I think because he's like a blank slate, we can they could just throw whatever on him. Mm-hmm. that's probably what they're using to make the season successful mm-hmm. and listen the credit i'll give him is that he probably was kind of blindsided by rachel yeah he was <laughs> because i think she lied to him now and i said this before during that season i don't disagree with the way she lied with them i actually agree how she did it because if i was in that position and i found out this man was a conservative Mm-hmm. or just not aligning in my my beliefs mm-hmm. i would lie as well because we're mm-hmm. this far into it mm-hmm. and i mind you not this far into it and like if i had been dating somebody for a year and i found out something that didn't align i would have a real conversation with them because like the person owes i owe that person that but mm-hmm. I, i've been i've known you for like six weeks i don't owe you right all of that when it's going to be this bad situation so i'm gonna go oh you're too young and make up some <laughs> bullshit and so I agree that he probably was actually, I mean, so that probably did hurt him. He probably right. was like, what the fuck? Right. You know? And so I believe that part, right? Like, I believe his hurt when we, what we saw, um, because I'm sure he was like confused mm-hmm. about what happened. So I'll give him credit on that. And I guess since we don't know him that well overall, we will see what he brings to the season. Yes. Blank I really have to like you know rally myself like all right you can do this pep talk you can watch this season again because I'm just I'm not interested well we'll have two months off and then we can yeah we'll yeah we'll rally. be better we'll be fine we'll and be fine. I at least support the contestants of color till yeah, they exactly you know. yeah we have I mean we have to so we have to be there to support the people who need the support mm-hmm. <sighs> so uh, I guess before we wrap up, we'll just briefly talk about Michael and Danielle. They got a date, oh, yeah. and <laughs> they literally hit shift, command, copy, or whatever it is, <laughs> and took the date from La Quinta and mm-hmm. Chris Harrison, and then they said, plop. And uh, it was embarrassing for everyone involved, <laughs> um, including Michael and Danielle, and... <laughs> just such a fucking waste of our time why didn't like just another couple get that yeah i like danielle i think she's wonderful she's great i like her advocacy yeah. and how she speaks up on so many things mm-hmm. and just how she's mm-hmm. so vocal and social and i think she's a wonderful human mm-hmm. and michael is one of the people who i think i'm glad they met each other on paradise i feel like 
a lot of stuff that people are complaining about aren't outside of their control. Mm-hmm. Like the producers setting all this stuff up, like they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. They, so mm-hmm. I try to be neutral about that, even though he could have handled what well, we just talked about, you know, how people handle situations like Rachel mm-hmm. and other people when they're, you know, not as mm-hmm. into it, not as into a contestant. So true. You know, yeah. sometimes people so don't, sometimes people don't tell the truth or yeah. are not honest because they're trying to spare feelings, but it hurts worse anyway. Right. No, but that, but that's so real. It happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I would rather you just be honest, yeah. but that's yeah. really hard to actually do. Cause you could say that I'd rather you be honest, but then. When you're the person delivering the news, you're like, it's not right time. Like, we all do it. No, literally, yeah. <laughs> so, I do feel like Michael and Danielle are getting heat that should be redirected. Mm-hmm. That being said, I do think, like, we know they have a strong, solid bond. So, like, mm-hmm. I am a, I'm an English teacher. I like to read books. So, it's like, this date should move the narrative forward. And it mm-hmm. did it. You know, it just didn't add anything to mm-hmm. their already established couple mm-hmm. we've already established that wells set them up like i don't i don't think it moved anything forward meanwhile mm-hmm. there are storylines that are just like left dangling that mm-hmm. we want to see yeah like give aaron and genevieve a date oh they haven't had one right i was just real as i said that i was like wait a second they haven't had one wow yeah and Genevieve was begging for 10 minutes from him. So the least they could do was give that whole miscommunication was just, uh, they are right. But, but like they, again, but a date could have really pushed a narrative forward right. one way or another. Right. She would have gotten clarity that she needed and not yeah, yeah. had to pack her things up and go on the jungle path. Yeah. <laughs> he kept saying jungle path. I'm like, okay. Okay. I'm sorry. That was so stupid. Anyway, they love each other, y'all. Okay, whatever. Um, He's just... I would like to talk more about Aaron. Not not right now, but just, like, (laughs) in general. I think he does a lot of things that are kind of questionable, but, like, for some reason... He's like the Matrix dodging any controversy. Like, he just does... Nothing sticks to him. Even when he does things that are, like, not okay. That's all that fucking body oil he probably puts on. He's very, very shiny. <laughs> Big facts, as he would say. <laughs> very shiny man. Um, and he has a fucking award-winning smile. And I think it just, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. He does. You're so right. He just, things do not stick to him. Because he has said and done problematic things. A lot. And then he's says some quip and just fucking... Yeah, or just stays under the radar in some weird way, and I, it's it's fascinating. But I would have preferred a date with them, like I just would have to mm-hmm. to Michael and Danielle. So, whatever producers, we have give us continue to give us weeks. what we don't want. Yeah, exactly. So next week's gonna be a fucking shit show because mm-hmm. it's gonna be kind of like the week before the real shit show Mm -hmm. which is gonna be fantasy suites and Mm -hmm. all the couples breaking up and everything and my prediction is for next week is the eliza and broadney breakup will have will shake another couple to its core um just that they'll somebody will realize i don't have enough i don't have as strong as feelings as rodney had for eliza right maybe genevieve veneer maybe Mm-hmm. Hmm. what's a good prediction and because like well and eventually it'll happen when it gets to the final week and mm-hmm. so many couples usually do leave right which is part mm-hmm. of the process and the the whole point mm-hmm. of when wells or jesse will come in and say 
you have to fucking get engaged or you need to go and leave, which is always <laughs> frustrating to me. But I think maybe next week we'll get that already. There'll, there'll mm-hmm. be a couple that somebody will be like, oh, now that I've seen what love looks like or what this could be, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not in it. And so I'm excited to see mm-hmm. whoever that is. And That's a good guess. Thank you. And there's like Paradise Prom or something again. Oh, God, right. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What the fuck is happening? Did they think people liked that last time? Because we did it. <laughs> Right? Are they bringing new people? Because NC and NC, that's her name. I couldn't remember her name. I felt so bad. Yeah, NC. Gosh, she's so. Those people who get the last Paradise intros before they cut it off are like, what? Like, why even come? Like, why even bring them down? There's no way they're gonna get engaged before the end of the show. So, like, what's the point? How late into the game do they bring new people in Love Island? um that's a great question so they bring people in throughout and then they have casa more when mm-hmm. they separate and they come back mm-hmm. from casa and they might bring people in one or two more times after mm-hmm. that but then like the last couple of weeks or whatever it's not mm-hmm. it's the same couples mm-hmm. yeah 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 i mean they always I feel like the last three seasons of Paradise, there has always been at least one or two people that come in, like, yeah, the last week. Um, McKenna. Before. Yeah, McKenna. God, always makes me laugh because <laughs> Tia was like, who's crying? And I'm like, McKenna. And I don't know why that's the funniest thing, but Tia's Arkansas accent saying McKenna is the only thing that made me cry laughing last season. I, bu- I bought that episode just to hear Tia say McKenna because I couldn't <laughs> find it anywhere else. Uh- that's so good (laughs) (laughs) who's crying they had McKinnon like sepia tones too and then like Ed came to save her I was like I would have left as well (laughs) I don't even fault you god Ed I forgot he's like I'll take you she's like no (laughs) I will take you she's like no I do not I am not that desperate to go (laughs) out with you I was like dang this is hurtful for all parties involved now that is embarrassing, Rodney. Not what you did. What they did was embarrassing. But yeah. I could talk about McKenna for a long time, too, because I feel like she gets like, such cringe content. Why is no one calling her cringy? I was at a pumpkin patch a couple weeks ago, and I thought of you because I was like, I should send Ashley a video of me. Like, Throwing leaves in the air. Like, like, running through the field Mc- and just... Like, she is that TikTok of, like, the main character energy, but she is 100% genuine. Like, she, mm-hmm. like, is not doing this mm-hmm. any parody, no irony. She is just, that's her life. Which I guess mm-hmm. it relates to a lot of people, but I don't know. Sometimes when I'm, like, sad, I'll watch her. You made me find my voice, Tammy. I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, I literally, when I did that, I did a real, like, forever go you know that trend where you have a laptop playing a scene mm-hmm. and then you repeat it because you have it memorized. You did that, uh, and I did that for her her <laughs> goodbye speech in Peter's season. I'll send it to you. It's oh, so funny, and I had to like watch it. I watched it like thirty times, you know, and like get it down. and like wrote it down so it was in my head so that I could just hit play and be like. And so I've just decided that I'm going to choose myself <laughs> and whatever she goes all this thing and it's like but yeah watching it so many times i realized that girl 100 meant every single goddamn line genuine. Of that fucking <laughs> genuine and she knew it was gonna hit too like people were gonna see this and resonate i was like girl she's so cringy and i, I like you know own it 
Oh yeah, like, it's, she's it's, genuine, so it's not like yeah. she's. No, like, it's not problematic, else, right? Right. I was like, does anybody <laughs> else see this content and think like, what is it just me? But I follow good. her, so it's it's very Taylor Swift. Like yes. it's so like it's just like a vibe, right? It's like so yes. Taylor Swift. I think her and animated yeah. Taylor Swift TikTok where they were ranking the uh, songs. I was like, of course you guys are, and then like, yeah. they did some other trip. They did like a getaway trip. I was like, this is like quintessential fall like i need to be with my girls too not just my man (laughs) this is i don't know but i do follow it because it makes me laugh so we all have to have something we all have to have something thanks for for, yeah for me for me it's looking at grant trout on instagram i actually okay this sounds weird but i like grant because he reminds me of like high school students that I teach because he's like so enthusiastic I think um that's so real (laughs) he said when Maddie showed like their their honeymoon suite he was like let's go bro I was like what are you talking to your wife (laughs) like and their first dinner was like pizza and I was like girl this is pepperoni pizza y'all have a billion dollars and you're eating pepperoni pizza for your well that's probably how you keep a billion dollars I wouldn't know Uh but (laughs) They do stuff that's like very childlike. So I, it, I don't know. I find I him in, even though he does stuff that's like, you shouldn't be like some of the stuff. I'm like this is cringy. I feel bad for laughing at it. And like you know, because sometimes he's using like African American neck, and I'm like, I should be upset with this. But he's just so funny to me. He's so it makes he's me so laugh. Like just like naive or something he it's is, just he like is. so fucking funny yes he but is. he has this i know i'm a bad person i'm going to hell for this but he has this like video on his instagram where he like talks about his redemption arc and mm-hmm. it's full of aave it's like just like Correct. the worst it's so cringe and he's like this black and white like video and he just like talks about how he used to like do cocaine and fuck girls what and, yeah and do all these things and how he hated jesus and he, he was like i don't need you god because i can do this on my own and i was a baller and i was on the top of my game and i was partying and doing cocaine and hanging with chicks and then and then i got lost and i called my mom and she's like you're not listening to jesus he's like but i mean blah 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 and so then i i was starting to uh, and then i then somebody came up to me and said come come to my church thing he's like okay i'll go and then i went and i was starting to feel better and then i had a career ending injury injury and then and then i i said fuck you to god even more he didn't say fuck you but he was like i'm like grant (laughs) because because like I went to you, God, and you gave me a career-ending injury, you know, so blah, blah, blah. But then eventually he finds God again, and then he just goes into full scripture, um, like, just kind of unhingedly, just like, just like, Mm -hmm. and then is just out, and then it just ends, and I'm like, what happened? I just watched two minutes of this, and it's like my favorite thing to watch when I'm feeling sad. (laughs) Well, two things. The way you described it, I don't know if you watched the Mindy Project ever. I watched remember the first, like two seasons. She was dating Pastor Casey. Oh, I don't right. know if you remember. Do That's remember. who Grant is. He's Pastor Casey because he like had that whole church where they were doing like all the lights and it felt like a club. And he's like, yeah. I feel like when you were saying that, that sort of reminded me of oh. like as a Christian, sometimes it's hard to watch 
Grant and Maddie, because I feel like it just, it's like the mega church type situation. And it's like, I I believe the same things you believe, but Mm -hmm. the way you're, the way you're showing it, it just, I don't know. I feel like some of this stuff is like missteps and it's hard to sit with like, the way she presents some things like I know the whole thing with the veil and all that I'm just like I know that we don't have to get into that but I feel Mm -hmm. like if you know that's her personal choice like just like you don't shun people for you know sleeping with a lot of people like we also shouldn't shun her choice to wait till marriage Mm -hmm. it's just like the way you present the choice Mm mm-hmm is kind of demoralizing to other people who didn't make that choice and like you're putting yourself on a pedestal Mm -hmm. like that's what I take issue with not necessarily the fact that you made this personal decision for yourself so yeah he's an interesting character to to navigate because it's like I I agree with some of the the things which Mm -hmm. is like the way you present it it's just you know it's very mega churchy like if you follow any any Christian with like a million followers like that's the content you get but it's just like I don't know. That's what I hope that people get when I do roast them is that I am mm-hmm. roasting their methods, not, um, the... not their choices, yeah, um, it's or their beliefs rather. Um, right. It's like the methods in which they're doing this and the way that the people in general like them, right? Um, uplift the harmful parts of purity, right, evangelical right. mega mega church, though that specifically, not religion. There's a purity the girls, culture. <laughs> there's a girl against purity cultures at the yeah. Instagram account. Yeah, talk purity. I really, yes, that's okay. that's it. That's what I'm talking about. She's I really so like great. her content. Um, because like if you grew up in church, you do there's a lot of stuff that you have to unlearn, and it's mm. even because it's not necessarily rooted in like what like it's I feel like it's a lot of stuff that people just made up. Right. Um, yeah. so I do like that account and I feel like a lot of the stuff that she talked about was like purity culture, like the mm-hmm. work, the weight thing is just like reinforcing harmful stereotypes. Cause like you just said, apparently Grant was, you know, doing all kinds of stuff and he mm-hmm. did not wait. So like, mm-hmm. why are we praising your, you know, so there's just a lot of gender no. dynamics and things that. Which yeah. I hear about. That's like when I go on my little rants, I get DMs from people who say that they got out of the church or even are still in it, actually. I have mm-hmm. a lot of people who will be like, I am still Christian, right. uh, but I don't agree with like this part of it. And right. they are like, they will often say they're like, it just sucks when there is that double standard uh, where the man is not held to that same mm-hmm. level. Um, and it is like, it's just like, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Yeah. But, but I mean, it, it opens up dialogue. So yeah, like, yeah. I am glad. Mm-hmm. I think anybody who follows you um, sees the nuance yeah, in the things so. that you're saying. <laughs> yeah. And the only other thing I would say before we end, it's kind of oh, random, yeah. but did, were you surprised that a lot of people didn't share stuff about voting? And like people who I thought would talk about voting yeah. didn't. Yeah. And I also was surprised that nobody really said anything because then I'm like, why do you care so much about contestants who are coming on the show, what mm-hmm. they're, how they vote, mm-hmm. like people we actually know yeah. and follow and support, like haven't said anything about mm-hmm. voting and like y'all didn't say anything. So I feel like what's the point of the the witch hunts for, what's the point of the witch hunts for people who are coming on the show? If like, yeah, I when, agree. Yeah. I don't know. 
I think, you know, the witch hunts that happened back in 2020 that I was a part of, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was more in my, I was, I was in my a... witch era for sure. I was an active hunter. <laughs> yeah, I was an active hunter in that time. Um, yeah, I mean, I think at that point it mattered more, you know, mm-hmm, and it mm-hmm. and it had more consequences, like for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. We did get results mm-hmm. because we did harass people. Mm -hmm. um and it did something not always but at at times it did actually right and it did help push uh, along a conversation i think that needed to be happening um and it and i think the lasting effects are that uh, some people have continued to use their platform to continually put things out there or share things at the bare minimum right? right and um but it also did swing back the other way and now mm-hmm. more contestants than ever are not doing anything right even if they might be like a little progressive they're not right. saying anything and it is it's sad and then you're right but at the same time there's still people on reddit and i'm you know not above it like i definitely want people to send me things occasionally and things like that but yeah there's people still doing the witch hunting and but yeah, but there's like nothing really being done about it. You know, like it's right. it's not doing anything. So I think at some point that's why I've started to stop doing most of what I used to do mm-hmm. because it's not that I don't care and mm-hmm. I won't bring it into my conversations I have with people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean, we just have to assume most of them are conservative until they boldly say otherwise. Right. And if I'm wrong, and you know. Right. Somebody who didn't post about the election still is a progressive, right. but I'm sitting here thinking they're conservative because they didn't do anything. That sucks, right. but that's on them. Kind, right. You know, I don't know. Like they should have fucking posted something. Right. I think you know, because even, even you know, we just talked about Miss um, Trizzy Trout. She posted, and like mm-hmm. somebody was like, "I post repost because I know you were also sharing mm-hmm. voting stories." Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were like, "Well, she probably voted conservatively." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, that's fine." Mm-hmm. Like. I can't control what she did. Obviously, mm-hmm. I don't agree with her because, like, look at the polling results. But um, I would at least she said something. I feel like just right. like the lack of dialogue. Mm-hmm. I, I am not conservative. I'm very liberal. So I just want to say that. um prove it she has the you know that there's that website on impact like that did did my friend vote yeah i I did look up some people in bachelor nation but Mm -hmm. i was like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be that person that posts the tiktok i just like wanted to be like why do you care Mm -hmm. about on incoming contestants but like you don't want to hold the people accountable that you actually know and support Mm-hmm. I just thought it was interesting that no one really yeah. said anything about voting at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. When the it stakes are so high, mm-hmm. and so no, many I people was, said stuff yeah. about you know the stuff that happened in June with Robos's raid and all mm-hmm. that, and like then mm-hmm. like why are you quiet now when like these decisions are being made? It is so sad. I really just don't understand why people can't. <laughs> Again, even like yeah, Maddie posted that right. Like what they didn't do anything negative or positive towards right. her brand. She didn't, she didn't take a stance at all. She just was like, "I voted." Right. And, like we probably know what she did, but but like plenty yeah. of people could have just done that as well. Right. In my opinion, because yeah. you know it still is just like important, and you have a platform, and um, I and I think I think brand managers are we are seeing a whole different change of like the world the last couple of years of how brand managers are handling and Mm -hmm. telling their 
you know, clients how to be online. And I just find it all interesting. I don't have the right answer, but I do think it's interesting how relatable influencers, which I think these are, we would qualify a lot of these bachelor people as relatable influencers. Mm -hmm. You know, they get put on these pedestals for being relatable and then eventually they fall for either Mm -hmm. good reasons or bad reasons or like valid reasons or not valid reasons. Um, because they get too too unrelatable, really. Right, you know, like right. that woman who spent ten thousand dollars at the Harry Styles concert. Did you hear about her last week? Mm-mm. Just some random influencer on TikTok. Yeah, she ended up having to buy a second round of tickets because Ticketmaster fucked up her other tickets. And so she boldly went on TikTok and did a whole like three minute story time about how she ended up spending ten thousand dollars to have pit tickets at the Harry Styles concert. And she literally was like, I mean, what else was I supposed to do? When Ticketmaster fully gave her the option to have just tickets up high, you know, like up in the higher parts of the fucking fucking place. And she was like, well, no, I have to have like floor tickets. And so... But so now she's getting... For Harold Styles. Exactly. So now she's getting like, you know, mildly like canceled or whatever. uh, Because people are like, "Um, I'm broke. (laughs) Read the room, Kate. And um, and so yeah, I I just think it's interesting because at the same time, so a lot of I'm sure some of these people are being advised by their brand managers, Lori K, to mm-hmm. not post mm-hmm. because they but don't Michelle want to get in hot did. water. Exactly, and they don't want to get in hot water. But it's like, but you're also fucking your brand up because I feel like it makes you less relatable. Yeah, I think Michelle and Rachel did probably because they're both black women and liberal, and it's pretty obvious like their brand is so. Mm-hmm different from a hannah g mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. who if she great posted, example yeah because i know they all are lori k but yeah great example at first i was noticing only a certain type of contestant and then as the day went on mm-hmm. more people like becca and thomas like mm-hmm. like you said becca has becca's all right with me she is yeah. completely... she's consistently continues to post things on her own accord. and grow mm-hmm. yeah and grow um she's not perfect but she does do that and so yeah, yeah it's it feels authentic know, not yeah. like pandering like sometimes yeah. other people feel yeah 100 percent. yep well, well yeah keep me. keep uh keep your eyes out for the ever evolving ecosystem of bachelor nation yes um and get all your uh opinions from ashley and myself and all of our other really good friends that talk Why about wave again <laughs> she's fucking yes. waving y'all check check it. everybody who jen and i follow and they're good people like, I don't exactly think, i don't think i follow any bachelor accounts and i'm like mm, they're shady and grady <laughs> yeah exactly i do unfortunately follow all of the contestants whether they're bad or not um but yes i start I that follow. way and then i <laughs> yeah. unfollow because it's like i start that way and then i unfollow yeah smart um but yeah ashley's correct we don't follow um like commentary oh, accounts that we would <laughs> that we would not agree with or no or, or be friendly with right so yeah there's that and um thank you all so much again for being here and we'll be back next week and we have two more weeks of this and then we'll be taking a break stay tuned I'm going to be sending out or making some kind of um, Google form, I think, that I want to send out to the listeners and people who follow me to give me some feedback on what you guys want from the podcast for the future, as far as how I can make it really enjoyable for you next season and um, things like that, because I want to connect with you guys on that level and things are transitioning. So stay tuned for that. And thank you as always for the support. It means a lot. 
and your guys' friendship and all the DMs that we have. Ashley, thank you so much for being here as usual. Oh, thank you for having me. I always enjoy conversing with you. Thank you. You're the best. I know we just talked for like an hour and 23 minutes and I love it. Past my bedtime too. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You're so great for that. So (laughs) make sure y'all are following Ash Talks Batch on Instagram and Twitter and her TikTok. I love your TikToks. I know. TikTok is so hard to make. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel bad. I can do one thing. I can put a picture behind a green screen. That's it. I need to no. teach my students need to teach me transitions and things. Mm, just... No, but when you do them, they're very good. So make sure you're following Ashley on TikTok because you. you do make really good ones. So yeah, everybody stay safe out there and drink some water. Yes, please. Please get a get some water to drink right now. Pick it up. Drink it. Thank you for listening to Daycard Pod. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Daycard Pod and follow your hosts at Jenna with a smile and at Drunk Feminist. Date Card Pod is produced by Andrew Olson. You can follow him on Instagram at Androne. Our music is by Jet Overly. Follow and support him on Instagram at Jetty Boy James. And our logo design is by Michaela Jane. You can find her work at MichaelaJane.com and on Instagram at Michaela Jane. Drop a review on iTunes if you're nasty like that. Bye! Bye. Oh, hello. It's me, the ghost who haunts your phone. Just kidding, it's actually me, Avalon, the host of Boohaha, which is a thing that I do. A podcast, if you will, that happens some weeks, not all. Don't wait up, it's fine, we'll call you. Shut up. Anyway, it's about ghosts and tangents. Mostly tangents, if I'm being entirely honest. So join me each and every week-ish... As I gather the funniest people I know to a campfire that I build in my living room and then regale them with spooky tales of boogans and googas. Oh, also, it's a comedy podcast, if that wasn't clear from the vibe, you know. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This is As Above, So Below.